Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Blues GM Doug Armstrong. Doug, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you guys? We're doing well. Hey, hey, Army. We had a, had a wanted, wanted to ask you this. You all made a lot of moves prior to the deadline. Was there any thought or or consideration of possibly signing any of those players prior to them being moved? Uh, yeah, we we talked to a couple of guys about uh, potential extensions, and uh, uh, but at the end of the day, we felt that it was in our best interest to to move the guys, get the assets, and attack things in free agency. Uh, but we did we did talk to a couple of guys, and we couldn't come to. Uh, something that everyone was comfortable with. Army, also, let's dive into the guys that you guys just brought in with Kasperi Kapanen and Jakob Rana. What did you see in those guys, and how do you assess that they will help this team moving forward for the rest of the season, and even after the fact, too, with their contracts? Well, when you look at both players, they were former first-round picks. Uh, Rana has won a Stanley Cup in Washington, so he knows what it's like to play in big games. And, and Kapanen has, uh, has scored in the league uh, both just were were not fitting in with the organizations that they were they were at. They're both in their you know mid twenties, so they had a lot to prove. They want to stay in the league for a long time, and it felt like it was a a risk that we could take, knowing that they had contracts for next year. We can get them comfortable with our organization with St. Louis over the next uh, uh, little while this season, and come in next year with something to prove for them and for us. And it it just seemed like a, a low risk, high reward uh, opportunity, and where we are. You know, in our in our growth pattern uh, moving forward, I thought it it was good to have guys on highly motivated players on one year deals uh, that gives them and us some flexibility moving forward. Hey, Army, when you make a, a move like the moves that you all have made, you know, uh, moving a bunch of players to other teams and then bringing players back, is there ever any concern about the continuity or or the fit of players when they come in and how this team is going to go forward? Yeah, you're certainly always worried about that. You you know when you when you remove players that have a uh, high standard or high uh, pedigree in our locker room, there's going to be some uh, disappointment. More obviously from the veteran players that have been around them for a long time. Uh, but you you know we put ourselves in a position where you really can't worry about feelings uh, at this time of year. If if we were in in a very good playoff spot or fighting for a playoff spot, we did this. Uh, I, I could understand the frustration, but I think our, our frustration from players to coaches to trainers to management are, is is singular that we all know that we haven't done our job well this year, and, and these are the results for doing that. Hey, you talked about assets and the, the number of assets you all got back from the trades. What does the offseason look like for you all? Is it going to be you're going to use those uh, draft picks to draft players or, or potentially moving some of those guys for um, someone to sign or maybe going somewhere in free agency trying to find players to help you all out? I would. Uh, do you have an all of the above box for that question? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you know we're going to go in with an open mind. Obviously, our amateur scouts are going to prepare to have three first round picks and uh, two thirds. Uh, but if you just look at the draft capital itself, so what what we can do is is maybe package those uh, later picks with our top pick and move up. 
I don't think we will move back with our first uh, overall, like our first round, our high first round pick. Uh, but with those two seconds, you can near those two later first. We can take one. We could package those for one pick a little higher. We could pick both of those. We could use one of those to move back and get two seconds. So you end up with a two first, two seconds, two thirds. Also, you can use those picks to get players and a trade. And if we do that, though, it won't be for a player that has one year left on his contract. It's going to be UFA. It'll be a player. If we use those picks for players, it's going to be players that we see envision in our group for a number of years moving forward uh, that fit into that, you know, that, you know, anywhere from 23 to 27 uh, age bracket. Well, an army approaching free agency this summer, too. It looks like, at least right now, that you guys have very little cap space to work with. But, obviously, looking, you guys are missing a centerman, right? So, what? how are you guys going to approach the free agency of looking for possibly another centerman? Are you going to have to possibly move around some other contracts? Or how are you going to approach that? And especially, I think a lot of people look at Ryan O'Reilly that possibility of him returning. I know that you can't obviously reveal all that, and you said that you're going to approach it um, the way that you guys have it planned right now, but is that door possibly still open for O'Reilly? Well, I, I don't want to talk about Ryan. Obviously, uh, the league, uh, I don't want to get hit with tampering charges, but there, <laughs> as, as, you, as you saw this year at the trade deadline, there's there's a plethora of ways to move money around in the league, so I'm not concerned about if, if there's an opportunity to get a player that we like to, to move money around if necessary. Um, but also we want to, we want to stay consistent. Uh, we don't want to bring a player in that, that doesn't, we, we can't see on and off ice value. Uh, but if we can find that player, we'll, we'll do that. And uh, free agency is going to be an interesting time. Uh, when you look at this year's class, it doesn't seem to have the, the top end superstar power. And even if it did, this wouldn't be a year for St. Louis to, to get into that because you, you know, a player is going to want to go there where they're, they're, they, they see. I, I think we're going to be that team in, in a, a, a year from now, or like the free agency, or the summer after that, where you 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 look and say, okay, I, you know, right now for us, you look at a player like Bolduke or play, player like Snoggerud. We know who they are, but current NHL players don't know who they are. If they do, they just know that they're high scoring prospects. You know, if you're going to sign with the team, you want to know that they're high scoring NHL players. So, I think we're in a good spot to grow, but I don't think this is the summer for us to to do what we've done in the past and go all in and free agency. And of course you mentioned there that you guys want to be competitive, really competitive again, competitive again next season. And I know everybody's like, all right, we want to get back to 2019, what you guys captured there, winning a Stanley cup, getting back to that as soon as possible. But it really seems like with what you guys are building right now, a lot of the youth movement, younger guys, a lot of speed, a lot of scoring, um, it seems like it's very different identity-wise than that 2019 group. So with what you're building now, is it very different, you would say, than that 2019 group that won the Stanley Cup? Oh, t- totally different. If you if you look at the age of that group, uh, they, they were mature players. Really, almost from, uh, take Robbie Thomas out from, from top to bottom of the guys that played every night. A lot of guys in their late 20s, early 30s. Uh, and if you look at 2019, there was a lot of heartache started in 2010. Uh, we had some great teams that couldn't get through. We lost, uh, you know, to the defending through the Stanley Cup champions, I think, uh, four times in that time, twice to Chicago, twice to L.A. Uh, so th- those were teams that were growing. To think that we're, we're nowhere near the maturity level of, of that team right now, but we're growing towards that. Uh, so, I, you know, 2019 is where we want to get back to the results, but 
you know, we, we just don't have the maturity in our group to, to, to do that right now. And we're quite honestly not looking to have that maturity. We're looking for players like Tucker, players like Alexandrov, players like neighbors to learn how to grow. And if you look at that team, there was no growing in that team. They, they, they were the finished product. Hey, hey, Army, earlier this year, you spoke about your hesitance to bring up some of the players from Springfield. This team now is vastly different from the team that started the season. What have you seen from some of those, those young players that you have had to bring up? Well, I thought Alexandrov had a, has had a, is really finding his footing right now. He's been very good the last couple of games. Uh, Craig and I were just having a coffee uh, before he went to practice, talking about Tucker and the start of the alley game. He had some real physical play to it, so they're they're finding their footing and they're they're getting uh, very comfortable. I would say the last three or four games that uh, you know the the newer players have 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 provided the the end. You know, honestly, they're they're they understand the situation. I thought they're they're starting to play better. I think we're going to finish strong at that the the, the end of the season here. Uh, you know, there's things that we still continue need to work on, and one of the things as an organization that we want to do is we want to. This is almost the start of of next year. Now we want to put the foundation in, so we're not starting from scratch at training camp because the players know num- almost all of these guys or most of these guys are coming back, and so we're. We're certainly not looking just to show up and, and and not work hard, not practice hard, not put that foundation in. It's a great opportunity for our coaches and players to, to really get a step up on next year, uh, where other teams are still, you know, fighting for for to, today. Well, and one last little question for you. You kind of mentioned there, guys, who are still fighting now. Somebody who's standing out to me is Pavel Buchnevich with a five-game point streak. Can you just talk about what he's done and bringing him over to the Blues and how he's helped this group so much? Yeah, well, when we got him, he he was a very good player last year in a team that had uh, you know 109 points and and a little bit of playoff success, winning around and 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 playing good against Colorado. Uh, he's a very good player because he can play. Uh, Craig has him play all three forward positions. Uh, I saw him at center, obviously, the other game when Thomas got hurt. Uh, he's a passer, uh, uh, underrated passer, a good scorer. So touches at all areas of our game he's a he's a player that we need to he's in and quite honestly he's taken a really big part of our culture of our leadership of wanting to get back quickly and we need everyone doing that but uh, if you're a young player you could follow someone like uh Powell right now on the preparation needed uh to to be a good player he's been a he's been a really good player for us and we're excited for him because he's right in that age group of guys we need to be good players army thanks so much for your time and good luck tomorrow night versus arizona Okay, thank you very much. We'll talk to everybody soon.